Um, and with that, let's go ahead and go into our intros. Um, you already know me. My name is Sarah Roberts. I use any pronouns. I'll be playing the world tonight. Y'all go ahead and jump into your player intros. Hi, everyone. It's me, your one and only Satan uh, or Lissa Vamp on the interwebs. Uh, other than being an internet goblin, today, tonight I will be playing our lovely Yuisa Anacona Rogue, Wood Elf Rogue. Uh, and I'm excited to be back with my friends. Hi, everybody. I'm Zachary Vado. I'm an omnipresent TTRPG player. Uh, I use any pronouns. I miss you all incredibly, and tonight I am playing the Damphir Wild Oracle, Arat Chijin. Yeah, they lovelies. It's me, Abby, your local Denenard. But it feels so good to be wearing these ears and this itchy wig with this group of people, because tonight I'll be Fiskord, our hooling cleric of Keening. Good evening, listeners and viewers. My name is RJ, and I'm the resident troublemaker and nuisance. Today, I'll be playing Sulong Shen, who is a barbarian druid. We both go by he, him. Awesome. And with that, let's go ahead and get into it. Now, it's been a few weeks, but to refresh everyone's memory, uh, you all had a lovely time last session meeting the Sphinx and answering the riddles. And everyone did very, very well at the task at hand. You traveled through the maze, finding some trinkets, and uh, one of you found a new caterpillar friend uh, to keep as a pet, should you choose. You also, you encountered a few new faces, as well as uh, maybe overheard a little bit of interpersonal drama between some NPCs in town. You exited the maze and returned to the fair. Pip and uh, her sister were putting on a rather raunchy comedy show with props as you all went about uh, interacting with more of the exhibits on display. Ultimately, discovering that your party members had gotten sucked into what appeared to be an average dollhouse and turned into dolls. And one by one, you all found your way into the dollhouse. And that is where we are picking up tonight. So, you were instantly teleported into a mirror maze. And as you all turn about, does anyone go to reach for another member of the party? Nismet has also been sucked in here with you all as well. Did, did I go in with... You were all in. You and I went in together. Okay. We, were the last, we were the last two in. We left uh, Ivy outside because she's the yes. responsible one. Yeah, uh, Yuisa would have kind of reached for Ada, so they wouldn't like lose each other just in case. Okay, you go to reach for Arat, and as you do, your hand touches a smooth pane of something. It's about the width of the average person. And you realize as you're touching it that you're not in here with just mirrors. There is something clear and hard obstructing your view. Or it's clearly on the other side of it. But you cannot oh, no. touch him. You all can hear each other clearly, though. She's gonna start kind of like bang on it. It's like, hello, can you hear me? I'm gonna walk in that direction. You don't have to walk. Uh, Yuiza is right a seemingly right next to you. 
uh, and her. I, would, I wouldn't know. I just hear a noise over here. <laughs> you can hear her clearly. Okay. Um, but it sounds like Yuiza is right next to you, banging on something. What, what have you found? There's, there's like this invisible wall. Like, reach out. Can you reach out towards me? I'm trying, but I'm gonna just reach my reach my walking stick out in that general direction. Your walking stick comes into contact with something solid. Interesting. I'm gonna drag it to the side and see it, see if there's any point where it drops. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll me investigation. Eleven. <laughs> you feel around for a bit, and you come to feel that there is another pane jutting right up to it on one side. On the other side, your hand passes through the space, but you can tell that there is a corner there as your hand wraps around the side against something solid. Another labyrinth. Do I see the other two? You see everybody who was teleported yeah. in here. Going to knock towards Fifth um, and Sulong. Mm-hmm. This is going to tap back in Morse code. Well, I can hear you. Oh, I, I didn't think so. I could hear you, but I didn't understand because, you know, sensitive hearing and whatnot. I think we're in a fish prison. A fi- oh, uh, a, do fish have prisons? Yes. Yeah, like that, that, those clear boxes full of water that contain fish. We're in a fish prison. A Clearly, fish we have done some wrong. We're, we're not talking about astrology, Suhadong. We're talking about fish prisons. You mean a fish tank? Fish tank. Yes. Well, we are imprisoned in one, but fish tank, regardless. How do we get out of here? Is there a key? I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't see any. Well, I can't, <laughs> I can't see these walls, so I can't see if there's a keyhole, but you know. Um, it feels like the the barrier between Yuisa and myself ends over here and there is a passageway. I assume if I walk through it, I'll encounter something similar, which is I must find the passageway. So I think it is just like the hedges again. Maybe we all have to find our way to each other. It's like a cave, but clear. Exactly. Fascinating. Well, I'm surprised I'll... I can hear you all. Everybody roll perception for me. I got that 20, 23. The blind guy got 24. I got a 21. Arat, you realize as you begin to move and feel out around you with your hands that you are correct. There are twists and turns, um, some of them a bit longer than others, but this is definitely a maze. And Fiskorth and Sulong, as you begin moving yourselves around Fiskorth, you're finding it a little bit difficult with your wings. Um, you can't extend your wingspan as much as you would like, but you can move through, freely through here as well. But the two of you see as Nismat giggling at all of your reaction, just start sliding in between what you assume are pains of this see-through and reflective material before coming smack into one of the mirrored walls. You okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 fine. This is. It, have you never been in a fun house before? A, a fun house? Uh-huh. Most houses you're are fun. You're sliding between the bars of 
fish Not present. like this. <laughs> No, it's a it's a fun house. It's a it's supposed to be a little disorienting. They're usually not too tricky, though. Not like the maze. They're also it's also much smaller than the maze, so it shouldn't take too long. But um, if we work together, we should be able to figure it out pretty quick. OK, Have no fear with my superior echolocation skills. I will help us find a way out. And she's going to open her mouth to screech Wait. and start echolocating. <laughs> OK, um, as we get into that. Um, we are actually going to go into a skill check challenge to see how you all, <laughs> I know RJ Lexis, to see how you all uh, navigate through this as a team. Now, uh, for those listening at home and for those at the table who are not familiar with skill check challenges, this is from an earlier version of D&D. What you will do is you will look at your skill list and you will describe the way in which you are using one of those skills to assist the party in finding their way out. You can also cast a spell if you would like, if you think a spell would help. However, that does not count to the num towards the number of successes that you need in order to complete the challenge. You will need to get five successes in total to complete the challenge and find your way out of the room. Three failures on your rolls, and you will not complete the challenge and we'll get to what happens after that um if you decide to cast a spell it doesn't count towards the successes however it does give the person who rolls a skill check next advantage on their roll but you have to describe how that spell is going to help them as well so is everyone uh cool with that you're also missing the biggest rule which no two people can use the oh. same skill one right mm -hmm. after the other that's right all right so Fiskorth. We're just going to go around the screen in order that I see. We're going to start with Fiskorth, uh, then go to Sulong, then Yuiza, and then Arat, and we'll just continue in that order rather than rolling initiative. Fiskorth, since you kicked us off, you were using your echolocation to try and find a way out? Precisely. Okay. Uh, what skill do you think that would correspond with? With this, because it's so high, anyone is allowed to object if they think they could roll better on this. But I was going to go with perception because it is a form of senses. All right. Go ahead and uh, roll a perception check for me. That's a 15. 15. OK, that's a success. You start echolocating and it's a, it's still very disorienting because these walls are so close together and as you listen for the sound of your own voice to bounce back to you, you do start to find gaps in ways in which you can move yourself about these solid reflective walls. And we're going to go ahead and count oh, that. Oh, I'm definitely moving in between, like with my little wings all wrapped up together, just tapping through. And you do have your first success. Up next, Sulong. Uh, I'd like to make a persuasion check. What are you persuading? Uh, just turns head to the sky. Uh, hello, is anybody there? I feel rather uncomfortable here and would like to exit. <laughs> There's got to be some sort of safety tool. You would think that, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, no. You can go ahead and roll. How does a 17 do me? Unfortunately, this is not 2023. There is no one there to hear you. However, you do realize as you look up and call about that these pains do eventually end. 
and you can kind of see where some where the openings may be near you mm. so you can begin moving through them. Uh, so I will go ahead and I will count that as a success. Yuisa. I don't think I can intimidate mm. the walls. <laughs> I think that's going to be a hard sell. Acrobatics. Is there... Do these walls, like, end on top of the... They go all the way to the roof? They go all the way to the top of the ceiling. Okay. Mm, Can I try to... uh, Acrobatics, how would I... Are you willing to take suggestions? Yes, please. You could have Yuiza moving through the maze as quick as possible, using acrobatics to, like, not jam themselves into a wall. Bouncing off, just Matrix style. Yeah, she's just she's just bouncing off walls, trying to like get to like the entrances of the of the different like areas of the maze. Okay, go ahead and roll your check. That was oh god. Okay, seventeen. That passes. That was good job. Y'all are doing really good. That's three out of five to get your yourselves out of here. Uh, you do this, and eventually you actually bump into Fiskorth, who has been echolocating. So there are now two of you together. I'm gonna hug Fiskorth so hard. Let's see inside your bones during this. Do you realize that your bones are lovely? Oh, and it's so good to see you again. Oh my god, thank you. I've never had anyone compliment my bones. <laughs> Up next, Arat. I'm going to do what Arat typically has to do uh, mm-hmm. in this situation, which is I'm going to take take the walking stick and just sort of where I'm standing, I'm going to sort of start rhythmically just dropping the end on the ground and listening. And I'm trying to get a mental map of my general area in terms of like where the where the vibrations travel, where they travel further because they go through holes and whatnot. And I want to call that survival. I like that. Let's go ahead and use that su- as survival. I'm going to spend the inspiration point that I was given many, many sessions ago <laughs> and never used for a better role on that one. That's much better. That's a total of 19. Total of 19. That definitely passes. You're also able to move yourself through as you do your own version of echolocation. You're feeling the reverberations. Am I getting a sense that's close enough to other people be able to like give them an idea of openings or is it just within the space that I'm in? It would be just within the space that you're in. Okay. Um, but we will I'll work say, with that. Yeah. Uh, but eventually you do bump a nose to nose with Nismat. Oh. I just put my hand out to feel whoever's face it is to get to figure out who this is. You you get a full hand of uh Dragonborn Snoot. Ah. There you are. <laughs> Hi. Uh, y'all are really good at this. Are you sure you haven't been in one of these before? Uh, well, the vi- I imagine the visual disorientation wouldn't quite apply to me. Uh, oh. So I'm using it's a bit easier for me, perhaps. Uh, Fiskorth is also very good at navigating using sound oversight. The other two are just doing well, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... It looks like uh, Fiskorth and Yuisa have found each other. Either that or they're making an illusion that makes it look like they're holding hands. Either one is possible. <laughs> uh, oh, come on. Let's try this way. 
Uh, and Nismat will help you begin navigating another route. route. Um, Fiskorth, we're back to you. What skill will you lean on next? Oh, goodness gracious. Well, I can't just scream with someone who's rather delicate next to me. Mm-hmm. This may be the stretchiest stretch that ever stretched, but I'm going to insight this. What mad mind would have made a maze of mirrors? How would they have formed it? I have to reverse psychology, their creation, to get out of it. I think that would be more along the lines of an investigation check. That works. And I have a negative one to it, so it'll be even more fun to roll. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Let's see how this goes. Okay, that's not horrible. That's a 14. Okay, that does pass. Wow, you guys are great at this. Um, With your investigation check, you kind of get a feel for the pattern of the room and how you're meant to move through it. While not necessarily obvious to the eye, there is a different pattern here, and you get the sense that whoever made this patterned it so they could probably get through it easier just in case someone was lost. But eventually you use this pattern and you shout it out to the others, explaining it to them. And you all make it to the door that leads out of the room. High fives all around. I won. Sulong and Arap miss and Arap hits Sulong in the face on accident. So it was definitely holding Fiskord's little claw. They were holding claws. I think that's well, the first time I've ever run a skill check challenge with no one uh, getting a fail. <laughs> yeah. Hey, nice. The dice gods are great. It's good to be back. Good job, we, everybody. We, we, we picked the skills that we had a bunch of pluses in, except mm-hmm. for the final bit of a minus one. Yeah. <laughs> You've made it to the door. It's a rather unassuming wood door. Just a simple handle. No lock. Can I investigate it? You can. 19. 19. It's a door with a simple handle and no lock. You just see Yuiza like running her fingers through like the wood and like the bolts on it and the handle and like looking up when it closes like, oh, yeah, it's just a door. I I wanted to say as she's doing that, Sulong reaches out and just undoes the latch and pushes it open. (laughs) That's rude. Thank you very much. She's got to just fall through it. <laughs> Go ahead and roll me a deck save. <laughs> What's That's roll? a natural one for a seven. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You... <clears throat> I was looking for a ten. You were leaning on this door, and Sulong reached around you at just the right moment when your weight was on it. And you go tumbling face first onto lush carpet that covers a expensive looking hardwood floor. Do the rest of you follow you, in? Oh, this is nice. <laughs> She's just touching the carpet. <laughs> and Fiskor kind of just falls in after. <laughs> I, I, supporting with my, my walking stick, I'll just sort of hold my hand out in the general direction of where I heard people fall down. <laughs> Before I go, before I go in, I will follow. Hello, Nismet will follow as well. And as you say this, and you remark about how nice the carpet is, you hear 
they're going to hear you and you'll give us away. And as you look to the side, you realize that you're being addressed by a silver platter with an intricate gold trim. As you exit the first room, you have all entered into a grand dining hall, except things here are all out of place. It could be the perfectly displayed meal sitting on the table, or it could be that there are groups of animated objects conversing with one another. The silver and plates are in the corner closest to you. Another group of serving trays and ladles chat on a rolling cart further away. And against one wall, the candlesticks and the candelabras are deep in discussion. Would I be able to listen in? You can try to. I would most certainly love to. Roll perception for me. While you're rolling, you even like, Ada, you're never going to fucking believe this. (laughs) What? 18. It's all cutlery talking. (laughs) Which group are you trying to listen into? You know, candelabras are especially suspicious. They are beings that are literally on fire. I want to see what they have to say. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. As you listen in, uh, you hear the candelabras saying, Oh, don't worry, we'll get them this time. They're not going to win the fight. We will win the fight, and then we will win the war. Just having nice conversations about guests. They're talking about wars, battles. I think we've stumbled into an international incident. Possibly. To the one that said that we'll give him away, I'll address in that direction and go, who are you hiding from? You hear the soft clink of a plate as it hops closer to you. And as it does, floating near it, it's holding a a small soup spoon. It, it appears to have part of itself wrapped around the soup spoon and the other side of it wrapped around a fork. And on top of its head, there's a little saucer sitting like a hat. And you hear him. What do you mean, give it away? You'll give away our plan. And it's a really good plan. We're going to win this time. We've been trying for so long. But the plates never win. It's always the candelabras. They have the best strategy. But we nearly got them until the ladles won the last fight. They came out at the last minute with their flaming soup attack. It was very spicy. Ritual war. (laughs) We promise not to give away your tactics. We don't even know them. Why are we even fighting in the first place? Oh, well, it's all a part of the game. Another plate behind them pops up, and this one has a is dragging along a cheese grater with it. Whoever wins gets bragging rights, and then apparently that's a really good thing, and we would like to have them for once. That's important. Mm-hmm. They are. Ego is very important to nurture. I think this could be a tit-for-tat situation, as the saying goes. If we help you win, let's say we spy on the others, get you their strategies so you can plan around that, you could perhaps help us out of this, uh, estate? We're lost. Very lost. Oh, well, we can definitely help you to the other side of the room once the fighting's over. Um... The door won't lock until or unlock until the the battle's done, though. I see. We must end the battle swiftly. Mm-hmm. So, are we fighting with the plates then? I believe we're doing espionage for them. 
Okay, we made our alliances. Plates. If you put balls on your shields and they do a spicy soup attack, then you will take the soup in your bowl and you can shoot it back at them. Oh, we can't do that. The bowls and the soup ladles are commiserating with one another right now. And uh, they point (laughs) their little fork off to the side and you see that hopping out of a stack is a series of bowls that are kind of forming a circle around the soup ladles and other large cooking utensils. And there's a lot of clinking going on over there. I see. Uh, perhaps cups then. Oh, the cups are neutral. They stay on the table and they referee everything. Okay. So is it simply the plates and the cutlery? Oh, the candlesticks too. And, and the candelabras. No, I meant on your team. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Definitely just us. I have to come up with some matter of strategy. Have you considered appealing to the bowls as you have much more in common with them than the ladles do? The ladles simply use them. You are of similar caliber. Well, the bowls used to be on our side, but then the ladles said that they were much more useful for holding soup, and we didn't have anything to counter with that. As I said, the ladles are much more useful for holding soup, but that that is all that they have in common. They simply use the bowls to put the soup in or take the soup out. They don't have any true similarity with them the way that a dish would. This is just like that manifesto I read. Really, the ladles are taking advantage of you, the holding class, and you must seize the means of holding from them. Don't let them have their soups. I say that you speak with the other, the bowls, the teacups. Share your similarities of being the bearers, the platelitariates even. I think you two could have much in common. You are all the base upon which this entire dinner rests. Hmm. I thought that was the table. Is the table participating? I, no, I don't think so. It falls to you. Oh, okay. You are the foundation of this entire thing. You can make or break them. Yes, Sulong. Where does the charcuterie board lie in Alliance? Oh, it's on the table. It has the cheeses. The cheeses are really good for throwing at the candelabras. Is there any time this war normally starts, or is it just go, go, go? It's just go, go, go. I see. So the battle has not yet begun, so perhaps we could win some allies to your side? Are all of the candelabras close together? Mm -hmm. Yep, they're all uh, huddled up as close as they can be, because, I mean, they are candelabras. Sulong is going to walk over and give a small bow. I'm sorry, but this... um, I don't really ally with anyone, but I want to get out of here as fast as possible. And he'll flick his hand down and out pops a fan. He snaps it open and he... Can I use athletics to try and gust up a wind to take out the fire? Go ahead and roll. Are you sneak attacking the candles? (laughs) Yes. That's a natural 20 for... uh, 25. Roll to blow out the candles. Okay. You do this, and the gust of wind is definitely strong enough to blow out all of the flames atop these candles. 
And as that happens, you just hear a... We will fight again another day! As they all fall to the ground. Lifeless. You now only have one other faction to deal with. I'm all for diplomacy, and Fiskorth would like to engage in it. She's already, like, she's taken a little napkin and tied it around her neck with a little crudely scratched plate. She is their diplomat. Everybody, uh, roll a perception check. As Fiskorth goes to, you're going to go talk to the bulls and the ladles and the other serving uh, apparatuses? Absolutely. Okay. I nat one, there's too much clinking going on. That's fair. 15. Well... Two. Two. Oh, Fiskworth. Walking over there with all of the com- uh, the uh, the confidence of a eight-year-old in a Batman suit. Uh, but Yuiza and Sulong. Sulong, as you turn, this flatware does not have faces. The ladles don't have humanoid faces but you see as they stop moving and every bowl and ladle is pointed at your in your direction yuiza you see this too as you watch sulong just go in and pull a sneak attack on the candlesticks and okay so do they have the soup already ready to attack the soup's on the table Okay. All of the food for the food fight is on the table. So the ladles and bowls are just staring at. Mm-hmm. We're just staring at Sloan. Team, I forgot to ask a very important question. Yeah. Which probably is obvious, but I need to ask it. How big are we? You appear to be normal size. Okay. Making sure we weren't talking to plates that were the same size as us. No. Can I take the soup and pour it? over the bowls. <laughs> you would like to do that? You can. I would like to do that. I would like to sneak around and pour that soup on the... Roll to attack. <laughs> Why do I roll to attack? Just a d20. 14. 14. Roll me 1d6. 6. You do six points of soup damage to the ladles and the bowls. Get souped! And as you yell that, the plates with their cutlery and their little saucer hats yell, Get souped! And the food fight commences as food begins to get launched across the table. It's a soup de gras. Oh no. (laughs) I will need you all to roll initiative for me. Just go ahead and tell me the number. I just Duke Ferdinand this. <laughs> 16. 17. Uh, 18. Ma. Five, five, 15. 15. Yeah, let's see. My plates. Got a four. Sarah's puns just sneak up out of nowhere and get me. I'm like, right. oh, food fight. <laughs> You're oh. welcome. All right. So our order is Sulong Fist, Arat, Yuiza, then the ladles, and then the bowls. What about the plates? Uh, the, oh, sorry. That's, it's the plates. The ladles and the bowls are together. 
Gotcha. Great. We, we took out the Candelabras entirely. Yeah. That's one faction we don't need to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, up first, Sulong. What are you doing in this food fight? You have a smorgasbord of food. If I'm hearing this correctly, the mm -hmm. bulls are weaponizing soup. Uh, Uiza just weaponized soup. Okay. Well, I'm going to call a ceasefire by raging and then rage eating all the food. <laughs> Go ahead and roll me a... Constitution? No. Wisdom Roll me perception. Uh-oh. Is it Barbie plastic food? Oh my god. Uh, 18? 18. You go to rage. But the feeling does not wash over you. Of your rage. You okay there, buddy? Yeah, usually... I'm sorry, this never happens to me. Are you having performance issues? It's okay. It happens so. to everyone. I need to see my doctor after this. Yeah. It's nothing to be... I think like one in five people suffer from it, so don't worry about Too it. Too long picks up the tomato and beans a bowl. <laughs> roll to attack. Would this be an improvised weapon? Uh, just roll a d20. D20. Mm -hmm. You will be rolling just d20s if you are throwing food. And they do a d6 of damage. Okay. Uh, that is a 13 to hit. That hits. <laughs> Who are you lobbing this at? Uh, a bowl. A bowl? We've aligned ourselves with the cutlery, correct? With the with plates. The plates. Cutlery. With the plates. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> uh, four points of tomato damage. Four points of tomato damage. Okay. You lob this at a bowl and you take it. Pew! Clear off the cart. Up next, Fiskorth. Oh, GM, Your Honor, yeah. God, I'm a vampiric hooling, and I and I excel at one thing, and that is draining things. Yeah, I would like to drink the soup out of a bowl. I already souped people. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna make. I'm gonna disarm them by soup draining the soup. Go ahead and roll me a d20, and we'll see if you can slurp soup. Absolutely. Roll to slurp. Roll, roll to slurp. slurp. Roll for good soup. Roll for good soup. That's a nine. You go to slurp this soup, and... Unfortunately, animated objects are a bit tricky to deal with as this bowl just flips right out of your hand and pops the soup back into your face. Instead, you will be taking four points of soup damage. Not four Two points damage. of soup damage! Yes. My little face is all scared. What kind of soup is it? It's not soup, it's chowder. <laughs> I got chunks! You got a you got a face full of clam chowder. The horror. Up next, Arat. Arat has like his his walking stick up. He's pulling cards, and then he just sort of stops, sort of puts them all down. Just sort of realizes the scale of everything. I'd like to use the action use an object. Okay. I want to clear the table by just starting to put the bowls up, just stacking them. <laughs> 
Go ahead and uh, roll a d20 to see if you can corral these bulls into a stack. It's a 17. A 17. Uh, you do successfully uh, corral three of the bulls. However, they are now just bouncing up and down between your hands. Mm-hmm. And you get the sense that if you let them go, they might attack. That's okay. I just hold them and then I just start flip them upside down onto the table so I can like keep them pressed against the table with one hand while they're stacked. Okay. Uh, up next, Yuisa. Um, I would like to see if I can just sweep them off the table. Okay. Roll the hit. It's a d20. That's a five. That's unfortunate. Um, the uh, animated objects uh, at the table, unfortunately, have already used their reaction on Fiskorth, but they just kind of giggle and laugh at you and dance back and forth. I'm being laughed at by ladles and bowls. <laughs> you are. Uh, up next is the ladle's turn. And uh, since you did them the most damage to start out with, uh, they are going to come after you and they are going to try and fling mashed potatoes at you. I don't think a two will hit you. No, she like moves to catch the mashed potato in her mouth. You you get a mouthful of some really nice mashed potatoes. Delicious. This is really good. Can you do gravy next? <laughs> yeah, we'll do gravy next. <laughs> They're just dancing back and forth next to the, the mashed potatoes. Um, up next are the plates and they are going to try and um, you said that they were the foundation of this, so they are going to try and slide an entire plate full of ham towards them in a uh, dive bomb attack. So let's see if the plates are successful. And that is another two. Uh, the ham goes wide and does not hit their intended target. Uh, up next at the top of the round, Suwon. So is Nismat just sitting like against the wall watching us be ridiculous with the food fight? <laughs> she is. She is laughing very hard at what you all are doing right now. Perfect. Uh, Suang uh, <clears throat> slides along the length of the table towards where the uh, starches and grains are and picks up two baguettes and wields them like long swords. <laughs> okay. Who are you uh, whacking with these baguettes? I'm going to fend some ladles. <laughs> Fend some ladles. Okay, go ahead and roll the hit. Uh, 17. 17, that does hit. Uh, roll me a d6. Two. They take two points of baguette damage. <laughs> uh, it begets the question. Ha! Up next, we have Fiskorth. So you can't drain chowder. It's too chunky. I've learned that as my face is now just plastered. If you suck hard enough, you could use your teeth to strain. Oh my god, that's such a brilliant idea. Just leave them with chunks. They can't do anything with chunks without warm fluid. I'm once again going to attempt to drain (laughs) this liver. Please rephrase, Abigail. Please rephrase. You know, she's not going to. I'm absolutely not. 
I'm going to no. drain and leave the chunks. Look, this is a Go-Gurt game. We're not rephrasing anything. What, do you want You're me to Go-Gurt the, the chowder? Soup. There, I said it. You're Go-Gurting the soup. Yeah. I'm Go-Gurting the soup. I'm going... <laughs> I have missed you all so much. I'm Same. So <laughs> I, I will presumably roll a d20 to Go-Gurt the chowder. 15. Is a 15 enough to Go-Gurt? That is enough to Go-Gurt. In a very Dracula-esque way, I'm just gonna like loom over one of the soup bowls as it like charges, grab it by its little edges and just bring it up and make the most horrendous, ill-mannered slurp known to man and just drain it. You do this and the rest of you just hear this little soup bowl as it screams and is only left with the chunks. <laughs> up next. <laughs> All right. I'm just gonna keep being a bully and okay. stack and stacking the bowls. I'll reach over and like just take the one that fit, when fifth court, fifth court is done and just like shake out the chunks and put it stack and just keep that going. All right, for this one, um, those bowls are trying to get away from you. I'm gonna need a dexterity check from you to see if you can okay. continue holding on to these. We'll we'll use the roll I just did. Then that's an 18 total. Okay, you are able to quickly one, two, and get it onto the stack and hold okay. them down. They don't get away from you. Okay, so instead of that, yeah. So then, yeah, just as, just mm -hmm. more bowls, more bowls, more bowls. Fantastic. <laughs> stacking bowls. Yuisa. Um, what do you do next? I'm going to try and uh, grab uh, one of those long um, like ham, like double, like, um, tongue, like ham forks, but uh, take it out of the ham that went wide, and I'm gonna start fighting some leels. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and roll that attack. That's 16! Alright. Uh, 16 definitely hits. Roll me that d6 of damage. Three. She's gonna like poke at the ladles like between the little tongs and just stab it into the, the table so they're like trapped by the fork. Yeah, you do this and uh, the plates are cheering you on. You are all absolutely decimating the ladles and the soup bowls. Um, up next is the ladles turn. There's not many of them left. They're going to try valiantly. And they are not going to hit you with another mashed potato, this time topped with gravy attack. Oh, uh, awesome. Thank you. Uh, you get a you get a nice little meal out of this. This is so delicious. We should have more food bites. Up next are the plates, and one of them is actually going to get spun on the table by another. And it is going to go rolling through the green bean tray, picking up green beans on it as it goes and launch itself at the ladles. Let's see. And they are also rolling low, so their attack does not hit. It goes wide past the serving cart where all of these utensils are, and it pops itself into a plant on the far wall. It's just sitting in a ficus now. Um, up next, that puts us back at the top of the round. Su Long. Uh, Su Long's going to duck underneath a bunch of ladles and roll over to that potted plant to grab that plate. 
<laughs> just turns, are you ready for redemption, soldier? I want blood! <laughs> He's gonna throw the plate at the labels. Okay, you are are you throwing this frisbee style? Uh yeah. Alright, with your with your best Xena warrior princess. Uh <laughs> please roll that D20. <laughs> does a 12 hit? It does hit. Uh go ahead and roll me that D6. Okay, four. You roll this and there is one single solitary ladle left taunting you all. There goes my hero. Fiskorth. You are up next. The solitary ladle. I am not a war criminal. I am a reformed war criminal. I'm just going to eye it down. The chowder is still dripping from my face. And say, in an attempt to intimidate it into surrendering. My friend. Your fate will be a merciful one. If you just surrender. And I point with one little claw at my face. Still dripping with seasons and spices. Roll me intimidation. Can do. That's a free. <laughs> you, um, you try to intimidate this soup ladle and it just bounces back and forth at you. Never surrender, never give up. Uh, and it is not backing down. Up next, Arat. How many bulls are left? There are no bulls left. There is just one ladle taunting you one all. One ladle? Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, my action is going to be to scoop these bowls up and just mm -hmm. put them in the cabinet. But hearing all of that go down, bonus action, I just sort of flick my wrist and I need the ladle to make a strength saving throw. Are you casting magic? Uh, I am. I'm using my telekinesis, <laughs> the inherent feat. Okay. You. Uh, try and do this. Roll me a perception check. Okay. Uh, no, it's a eight total. Eight total. You didn't realize that Saw Sulong was unable to activate his rage in this room. And as you go to activate your telekinesis, you feel no response. Do it again. Still no, no response. response. Do it again. No response. And then I use my action to lean forward and just physically do it to the label <laughs> to just knock it off the table. I just imagine you're just shaking your hand out and then all of a sudden it's just a whack. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll that uh, attack to hit. Uh, that's an that's unarmed. Mm hmm. Uh, it's a uh, 13 total. 13 total, that definitely hits. Uh, go ahead and roll me a d6. Uh, I, I can. Unarmed damage does two at its base. Nope, just a d6. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay, that's a three then. Rules of the room. Perfect. Uh, that was, I just want to see how much, uh, overkill you would do with this soup ladle as it, there was only one point left that you all had to meet okay. on your turn. Um, but you shake your hand out once, twice, and then whack. And you hear as you connect with this ladle, it goes sailing and you hear it hit the far wall and all of the plates behind you cheer. We won, we won, we've never won before. 
what do we do now? Fight again! And as that happens, all right, you with your tremor sense feel on the table, those bowls begin to move across the table. You can hear them rolling. Okay, it's just out of my hand. <laughs> yep, they're being pulled out of your hand. And the rest of you, as you watch, you watch as the food on the floor and the walls goes up into the air and back onto the table, back perfectly onto its dishes. The candelabras come upright once again, relighting the plates and all of their little cutlery are pulled back into their corner of the room and all of the ladles and the bowls form up again on the cart and the door on the far side of the room clicks open. War never changes. That was ridiculous, shall we? <laughs> it was delicious. Let me tell you, that was great, the mashed potato. Oh yeah, I'm gonna Scooby-Doo lick all the chowder off my face, just... <laughs> smelling like the weird chowder scent on Fiskor's face. <laughs> Would you like a taste, Arat? I don't think I will be able to taste it much, but certainly. As the door to room three swings open wide, you all peek your heads through and it reveals an empty room. The floors are neatly polished wood and the walls are lined with paintings of carnival scenes. Opposite you, you can see the next door. There's nothing else in the room. You all go through. Does anybody say that there's nothing else in the room? How there's odd. nothing in the room. Okay, there's nothing if, not, else in the room. if not, I am just going to walk right in because nothing will seem off to me. <laughs> All right, as you walk in, make me a dexterity saving throw. Okie dokie. 14. 14. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is not enough to catch yourself. Okay. As you step out, expecting your foot to come in contact with solid ground. And the rest of you watch as Arat falls through the floor, disappearing from sight. Diving into the floor immediately after him. No hesitation. Okay. Uh, full on like cannonballing myself into the floor. <laughs> like Just blues clues into the picture. <laughs> da -da -da, we can do. Sulong <laughs> watches all of this, looks over to Nismat. Link's arms with her and they'll just both step into the floor. She gladly will with a smile on her face and she looks over to you and just says, you know, all you had to do was throw some mashed potatoes earlier. You didn't actually have to talk to them. <laughs> well, I wish I knew that earlier. We could have avoided an entire assassination subplot. It was kind of funny, though. Hmm. At least we're enjoying ourselves. Mm. Ah! <laughs> And uh, she will jump in with you. Um, as you all jump in and look up, you only go down about 10 feet. How many people land on top of me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I cannonballed on yeah, top like of y'all. Two, two of them just straight jumped. <laughs> you, are, you are all in a pile on the floor. With the two heaviest people on top. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Arat doesn't breathe, but there is still like a audible exhale as everybody just drops onto him. <laughs> as you all look around, you look up and you see the shimmer of an illusion above you and further emptiness leading to the other side of the room. It's, it looks safe. I, I'm going to trepidatiously approach that and just get a light little poke. You go to touch it and your finger goes through it. Oh, I like put my little claw back in, back out. Do you think it's safe to go through? And then immediately, brazenly, stroll right through it. You're going to go, you're going to try and walk through the floor that's above you? Oh, no, 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 no. I thought this was, ugh, got no brain. Uh, I'm not. I'm just. It's, it was fake. Mm -hmm. Scratch all that. It was an illusion. This must be the true, the, the true treasure room. Maybe we reach the end of this all. Watching you all figure out how to go through one of these is a lot of fun. I understand why my dad liked taking me to them. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> just getting off of her. <laughs> Sit up. So, um, should we go to the other side? Yes, I think that's the solution to this puzzle. <laughs> I'm glad that Ivy stayed down because I feel like she would have died of anxiety this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think she could sling a, uh, a mean soup ladle, if you know what I mean. Nismat, out of curiosity, just between the room full of invisible walls, a food fight, and now a trick floor... This is less puzzle and more prank fun time, yes? Yeah, no, it's just, it's all in good fun. It's just silly things, like throwing food because you're never allowed to throw it at home, a fun little maze. Floors that aren't floors. Just making sure I know what to expect. <laughs> um, the unexpected. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Sulong's going to put a hand against the wall and try to activate his grippers. Okay. Your grippers activate as normal. And you feel yourself getting a little angry all of a sudden. Oh, no. All right. As you go to reach out your hand, you feel your telekinesis that you tried to activate in the other room suddenly flare up. And Who's in front of me? <laughs> oh, no. How about um, we roll for it? Yeah, can you make a strength saving throw? <laughs> Whoever is in front of me, make a strength saving throw of... Uh, uh, we'll say Sulong is one, Fiskorth is two, Yuiza is three, Nismat is four. Go ahead and roll me a d4. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, Nismat, please make a saving throw of... A strength saving throw of 15. Well, that's a natural one. So she's not going to make that even with her modifier. Okay. Well, typically it just says be moved five feet from me, but if it's a nat one, I imagine that's five feet and then down. <laughs> well, there is n there is no further down, so no, it would just like be fall. oh, push her back. Uh, yeah, you well, can. Yeah, because because telekinesis pushes somebody five feet away from me if they mm -hmm. if they fail. I was saying if if it's a nat one, I imagine that this girl trips. <laughs> at this point, yeah, we can say that happens. Backwards. She's not expecting it, uh, but she falls on her butt with a giggle. <laughs> what was that for? <laughs> I tried it earlier, and it appears to have had a delayed reaction. I apologize. Oh. <laughs> the other room must have been warded against abilities, and uh, 
Fun extra stuff. Intense for a house of fun, wouldn't you say? Well, it prevents people with magical abilities from uh, destroying the room and them having to rebuild it. Oh, I see. Yeah. Huh? <gasps> they put children through this? You were a child when you first went and went this, this gauntlet? Oh, yeah. Kids love these. And they do? Yeah. You we haven't really faced anything bad. We just... Mm -mm. It was just so made. intense. We were imprisoned and then in war. But it's, like, silly. I suppose so. I suppose it's a matter of perspective. <laughs> <gasps> Maybe we'll get to jump on the bed in a room. I don't see what would stop us. Just, certainly. <laughs> oh, my mom used to yell at me when I do it. Ah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> None of us are her. <laughs> no, you're much smaller. Are we? <laughs> how, how large was your mother? Was she bigger than us now, or...? Yeah, she's a dragon. Oh, right. Yes. A full-size full one, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ancient. I see. I think this entire time, Sulong has been stuck to the wall, just eyes closed, trying to focus and like just beat down that rage that was supposed to happen several mm -hmm. combats ago. Yeah. And when he pulls his hand away, um, there is a claw print against it that is just dripping this viscous liquid and it'll hit the floor and also hiss uh, do you need a napkin too long are you okay uh yeah i am totally fine what does that smell like sulfuric okay rotten eggs Nasty. Perhaps we should look for this bed so we can all jump in it together. <laughs> Maybe that will be the exit. I oh. imagine it's through the door on the other side. Yeah, what if the whole room is a bed? That'd be cool. I've always wanted I'll one of those. I'll raise you to it, and Yusuf's just gonna run to the other. <gasps> oh, then... hey, no fair! And Nismat scrambles up uh, onto all fours and runs across the room. I'll just pick myself back up and... <laughs> Tap my stick as I walk across after everybody else. Uh, Yuiza, would you like to do a roll off to see who gets there first? Sure. Roll a d20. A b20. Oh god. You just gotta beat an eight. That's what Nismat rolled. A five. <laughs> <laughs> you go. Uh, the chances are high, but I did not roll. With your head start, um, but. Nismet has um, a lot of muscle, and sometimes she's on all four. She is on all four, and she is going for it. And she zooms past you right at the last moment and smacks the wall, and just turns back with a smile on her face. I did it. You is this just gonna crash into her? Oh, oh, careful, oh. careful! And she will uh, take you with one arm and just kind of hold you to the side. Are you okay? I am. That's not fair. You didn't say we could run on all fours. I mean, it's the most fun way to run. I don't think I can run that way. You want to do it? You want to try? Yeah. <gasps> okay, come on. <laughs> First one to the other side. <laughs> She's going to run on all fours. Okay. I, I, di I, I dive to the left hearing them coming at me. <laughs> 
Uh, roll off. <laughs> Nismet rolled a five. Ten. You manage to beat Nismet this time. She gets kind of distracted by the uh, ooze that has come from Sulong. It's stinky, and she's got a sensitive nose. Uh, but you win. You hit the wall first. <laughs> that is really fun way to run. I'm not See? going to lie. I told you so. <sighs> okay. okay. Can we just walk back this time? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's okay. A little tired? Just a little bit. It's okay. You can practice. You're using the muscles you haven't used before, and she will uh, give you a hard pat on the back. She's just like, oh, <laughs> like stumbles forward. <laughs> I have minus two strength. Do you all head to the other side of the room? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as you reach the other side of the room, there is a ladder leading up into the door. Who goes up first? Miss Crickwell. She's a little disturbed by this childhood attraction. She's ready to be out. She's done. She's had enough time in the funhouse. You go ahead and you open the door. And you walk into a room of more mirrors. These ones are a bit different, though, than what you encountered in the first room. Go ahead and roll me perception. Oh, no. These are what I think they are. That's a nine. Wow, these mirrors sure look wavy. Who is that? tall bat who's strangely shaped in the reflection. Could Who's that, that tall me? bat who's all hip and three legs? <laughs> Does anyone else go up? I'll go follow up. up behind, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm entranced by my reflection right now. Walk up next to Fiskworth. What, what, what is it? It's like a mirror that's not very good at its job. I, I, I chose... But, me, but I... What actually is the effect on this strange wavy glass? You're standing... There's many of these mirrors, and they're all bent a little differently. The one that you are um, standing in front of right now is... It's making your head seem very, very tiny. And your middle seem very, very large. And then you have little itty-bitty feet at the bottom. I describe this all to Arat, and my mind goes to the plushie that we won earlier. Well, Arat won for me. <laughs> I'm built like that. Actually, it's a, a plushie device. It turns you into them. Oh, I will see if I can draw this later. Or ask Yuiza too. She's better at that than I. Interesting. I, 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 I don't have much experience with mirrors. I don't know why it would be warping like this. I'll ask this match. She seems to Hello. Yuiza, you poke your head up and Nismat's already in front of one of the mirrors and she is doing like squats in front of it. <laughs> mm. Oh, these are fun. <laughs> these are the little... I've heard of this, like fun mirrors or whatever. What makes them fun and why are they... What happens if I go into this one? I'll like I'll shift from them repeatedly. It just makes you look silly. You go to the next one and your head where your eyes are is very, very wide. And then it 
the rest of your body is just down to like a pencil thin and then your feet at the bottom are <laughs> <You're> huge. <an> hey, <laughs> you are shaped like a capital I. My ears look even larger here. Is this part of the fun, Nismat? Are we having fun? <laughs> I am. Have you have you seen how I look in mine? <laughs> and as she as she turns to touch it, she fails her wisdom save, and you watch as the image corresponding in the mirror switches with her actual image. And Nismat standing in front of you now has a tiny head with shoulders that are very wide, a middle section that is very tiny, and legs that are huge and far too long. Oh, <laughs> whoops. And then, um, well, this is fun. Try touching it again. Pass me an off button. She'll touch it again. She fails her wisdom save. Nothing changes. Uh, you still are very beautiful. I, you might be stuck like that forever. Did <laughs> something happen? Oh yeah, <laughs> Nismet now in real life looks like she has like a really tiny head, like white shoulders, a tiny waist, and really big feet. <laughs> oh, the mirror! Oh, yeah. Oh, the here. mirror changes you. Here, uh, you can you can touch me here here, and uh, she will go to you, Arat, and take both your hands and put them on her head, which is much higher up than you remember it being. And she will she will let you feel the way her proportions have changed. Oh, uh, yeah, just like I, I'm letting my hands be guided because at this point, I don't even know like what what to what to touch, what's where. So it's like Ms. Matt doesn't know what's where either. It's fine. <laughs> Sulong walks over, just goes, uh, hey, guys, you shouldn't touch the mirrors. They kind of change you. And he's squatter about half Yui's height <laughs> and like mostly shoulder tiny head. Roblox. Reach down. We, we, we reach down and just feel this tiny too long to as I'm having a very hard time processing visual. <laughs> you and me both. Oh, I wonder if I touch another one if I'll change again. And Nismat's gonna run to another mirror. She's going to go to the one that you touched, Sulong. And, oh, she succeeds on her wisdom saving throw, so she suddenly pops back to normal and turns around with a pout on her face. You're the best shape. You're you-shaped you're now. Right, but that's not nearly as funny, and she will touch it again. And that's a natural one, so that's definitely a fail. Sulong walks up next to Fiskorth, actually in a U-shape. This is getting kind of ridiculous. Is that even comfortable? Like, no. can you feel Why are your it? organs positioned? I feel fine. How's your spine work? Wouldn't feel. be the first time my guts have been rearranged. What? <laughs> I got mauled once. Oh. oh okay. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, nothing. That'll be something else where I'm from. 
I, I rearranged guts, and by that I mean I ripped them out, but I, I won't do that again unless they're evil. But I think, that regardless, I think if we leave, the effect should probably dissipate, probably like with the suppression spell. Just don't worry, just don't bend your spine any further, please. Miss Korth, are you okay? I don't think uh, she's having fun. I would like to be done now, please. I would like to leave. This is not a fun house. This is a house of fear. Uh, <laughs> I'm terrified. <laughs> if Fizz is leaving, Suwang doesn't walk. He shoulder rolls. <laughs> He's just so well. Uh, Nismat is now um, flattened like a pancake person with just two little legs sticking out, walking behind you all. <laughs> uh, that's funny. It's like a little table. As we leave, just because I can't actually see any of it, but because I think it would be funny to just abruptly have this happen and then see it later is I'm going to reach out and just touch whatever the nearest mirror is next to me and I'll just willingly fail my wisdom saving throw. I have zero idea what I look like. You do this and as you do, you get a mirror that makes everything from your shoulders up large and wide and everything down just very thin you're shaped like a t so i'll just yeah i'll just do that i'll just do that and then walk up like right behind everybody this is turned into a sesame street episode real quick this episode is about to be brought to you by the letter t <laughs> uh yeah you all see are at walk up behind you looking like the letter t you look like a leopard this is color. She's already all by now. It drains even further. She is glowing white in agony. We need to go now. No more shapes, no more letters. We are going home and we are going to lay down. It's okay, Fizz. It's no one's getting hurt. This is not a house of fun. It is a house of fear and terror and anxiety. Oh, very well. I'll reach out and touch another mirror. What's your wisdom safe? 25. Yep. Uh, you make the save DC and you revert back to normal. Is that better? I, I thought it would be funny. As you all exit through the door at the end of the hallway, Sulong and Nismat pop back into their normal forms as they cross the threshold unscathed. And you all enter into a large room larger than the others that you've been in with large stained glass windows depicting more carnival scenes and even some members of the carnival. In one of them, you recognize the drow person who was pointed out to you on stage with Iggy named Theo. At the far end is a stained glass window depicting a large red door with the word exit in the glass across the door. However, across the room, about midway, sitting amongst boxes that are stacked about, you see true love, frozen and unmoving. And that is where we are going to go to break. So don't go nowhere unless it's to grab a drink, grab a friend, or go to the Hype Goblin or go to hypegoblin.com to get the schedule for this and the other shows on the channel. And we will be back shortly. Everybody wave.
Bye. Bye, we're going to say to one. You've all walked into another room. Windows lining either side. And halfway across the room, frozen, unmoving, is true love. A little pink kobold barbarian friend that you all made not too long ago. What do you do? I made you all a map as well, so I'll activate that for you. True love? Is she here? You call out, yeah. and there is no response. Standing there. Hello? Oh, game's paused. He's just going to take a few steps forward. You move towards true love and there's no response. They are standing there with their hands outstretched as if to hold something. And looking off to the side and away from you up a little bit with a blank expression frozen on their face. I would like to follow <clears throat> follow her eye up. Light up sight. Looking up at one of the depictions in the stained glass window. Hmm. Is it a like a depiction of anything specific or just like a pattern? It's a depiction of a circus tent. Hmm. Well, we can't just leave her here, can we? Oh, no, definitely not. We're not leaving her here. I'm going to put my claw in her outstretched hand and see if that does anything. Maybe she just needs a hand to hold. As you approach her and you touch true love, <laughs> nothing happens. Like waving a hand in front of her face, no reaction? No reaction. She's breathing. You can tell that. But her expression is blank. Hey, guys, she's not moving. I think she's frozen. Using uh, what arcane knowledge when I've studied of spells and whatnot, would I be able to maybe diagnose what's going on here? Maybe if she's under an enchantment? Go ahead and roll me Arcana. Will do. Fingies crossed. I just walk towards the sound of people talking. That's a vibe. <laughs> She's stuck. She's definitely stuck. Bad mm. case of stuck itis. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Uh, <laughs> looks like true love has been stasis in the middle of the room. Uh, Tsilong will approach and attempt to pick them up, going, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, are, are they touching anything that might have frozen them? Uh, got one of the windows with their arms stretched out. Like they were reaching for something, yeah. Am I able to move, true love? 
Uh, go ahead and make a strength check. Plus three, 20. Yeah, you're able to pick him up. <laughs> awkward baby cradle. <laughs> it's very awkward. Uh, although you are able to pick up true love, their body does not move. They are just mannequin posing. Uh, so we'll look for a pressure plate to put true love on so that they can hold it down for us and we can leave. I'm just, just kidding. Leave. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I mean, there's got to be something to this room. The doors are all the way, like, I see the doors, but, um, I don't think it's that easy. I am concerned at what could have made this happen. If you say that she was reaching towards the windows, I might advise... Possibly not looking out of them, for those of you that can. Fair. Not like oh. a Gorgon is out there, do you? Oh no. That's such a horrible trap. Is she is she just frozen or is she still, like, stoked, uh, petrified? She is not petrified. Okay. Well, she's not petrified, but she is just frozen. Well, we can carry her out with us then and find someone to un- froze her you're a cleric correct i am yes do you have any abilities that might help oh yes i I, let me um, there might be some prayer or incantation let's see Uh, well unless she's in direct need of healing i couldn't assist and i wouldn't want to hit her with a spiritual weapon that would just be that would just be rude (laughs) I think that'd be a crit. <laughs> that would be. I would never hurt true love. I care quite a bit for true love. True love is important. That it is. Perhaps this may be more of a well, academic arcane matter. From what I saw, it's a affliction I'm not familiar with. But perhaps if we take her outside with us, it will lift, just like the mirrors. And the food. Precisely going to make my way to the door but i want to like do perception to make sh- to see if i see any like pressure plates or or buttons or anything like that okay go ahead and roll me perception i am okay at that straight roll 14 14 you don't see any pressure plates or any triggers or traps of any kind as you move across the floor. However, as you move further in, I will need you to make me a wisdom saving throw. Oh. <laughs> oh, the natural 20. The natural 20. All right. Nothing happens. Nothing seems to be happening. Did I feel anything, or I just thought nothing happened? I'm gonna say you maybe had a slight headache for a moment. Yeah. Nah. But then it passed. It's just a, a twinge behind your eye. Is everything quite alright, Louisa? Uh, yeah, nothing's happening. Um, oh, I'll I think just I have right too much. I, I think I have too much coffee. My eyes twitching. Okay. <laughs> As you follow Yuisa further into the room, 
Are you looking about for anything in particular? Not really. You always said it was fine. I'm going to trust her. Right. Yeah. As you move in about to the same spot that Yuiza got to, roll me a wisdom saving throw. Oh boy, let's see what happens. 19. Nice. 19. You feel the same slight feeling of a headache as you move further in. But it goes away. That was odd. Maybe I shouldn't have eaten so much of that soup. That was rather brutal of me. I think I might be getting a stomach headache. Oh, maybe, maybe. Especially if you haven't had something like that in a while, it could like, you know, impact your tummy. Nothing near these so rich. Oh, Everyone true. roll me a perception check. <laughs> I was about to ask. Uh, 16. 16? 19. 19? 14. <laughs> Uh, 16 as well. Okay. For those who rolled a 15 or above, as Fiskorth is recounting feeling this headache and that it may be the strange food that she ingested, you all swear you hear a slight giggle and the patter of small feet. We are not alone in here. What do you mean? Is there more soup? I couldn't handle anymore. I don't... I... Don't know. Something is running. It might be someone else who's stuck in here. Keep an eye out. Where do I hear this coming from? You couldn't really tell where it came from. If you'd like to hone in on it, you can roll an investigation check. I would like to, yes. Okay. Fourteen. Fourteen? It sounded like it was heading away from you. Mm. I think it's heading towards you guys. Maybe, maybe come come over here, everyone. Let's stick together. Don't want to be caught unawares. Yes, come here. Follow the sound of my voice, Arad. I'm being very loud and deliberate. <laughs> it is appreciated, and I'll walk towards Fiskortha. The music makes this feel so much more horrifying <laughs> than I'm sure that it is. <laughs> is is true love like stuck, stuck, or are they like physically pliable? Like they are can... not physically pliable. Okay, cool. They're Just stuck as they are. Over the shoulder, walks over to Yuisa and Fiskorth. Hear anything, but did you hear something? I heard a giggle at some point. Yeah, I oh. heard steps with it, but they were going your way. Strange. <laughs> Should we just try to get out? Yes, and I take true love with us. I suppose so. Okay, I'm going to... Can I investigate this door? Go for it. Twenty-one! Twenty-one. It's just a door. It's just a stained glass window. Okay. There's no door? 
a window that looks like a door. Hmm. I'm going to reach for it because nothing is happening. Okay. You reach out your hand. And it comes to con into contact with leaded glass. Brightly colored. Okay. With I'm sunlight shining open. through. Going to open the door. Are you going to break the door. window? Um, There is no handle. Oh, God. Uh, I'll do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll let you easy figure this out. I'm going to break it. Okay, roll the hit. I'm sure that is not the right thing to do. That's literally what she's like. I'm sure this is not the right thing to do. And then swings at it. What are you swinging with? Uh, the pommel of my dagger. Okay. Um, 14. 14. You roll to hit the window. And in your hand, your dagger turns to rubber. And it just flops. Bloop. Don't worry, it happens to all of us at some point. I think I'm having performance issues, guys. <laughs> Yuisa turns around and you all see that she's holding a what appears to be a rubber toy dagger. Hearing the wobbling sounds. What on earth? <laughs> she's going she's going to give the dagger to Ada and be like, look, it's it's like, I don't know, like Robert. Everybody roll me a perception check again. Uh, 18. 14. 9. 17. Uh, for those of you who rolled above a 15, as Yuiza comes back with her dagger in hand, you start looking about the room and you spy sitting amongst the boxes a little felt hand popping out of one. If that hand ain't felt, it's soon gonna be. I'm gonna walk over to it and touch it. You're gonna go grab it? It just... Huh. What's this? As you go to grab it, you don't make contact with it. Roll me a wisdom save. Nine. Nine. You all watch as Sulong reaches down to investigate what he saw in this box and freezes. Happened again. Sue Long and Fiskworth will rush over immediately to see if he's underfallen the same affliction as our dear true love. As you approach the box where Sue Long is, roll me another wisdom save. Uh oh. Let's see how this goes for me. 18. Oh. You feel the same ping of a headache that quickly dissipates. And you go over and you check Sulong. And he is unmoving, 
still, I'm assuming, holding true love in one hand. I don't think you set her down. Just Yeah, true love on the shoulder. Yeah, two barbarians in a stack, frozen, unmoving. <laughs> true love's a what now? And yeah. that is where we will shift our focus, Sulong. You go to reach for this box, and in an instant, your vision blurs and then comes back into focus. And you are standing in the same room. You think it's the same room, but it's dark. There's moonlight shining through the windows. And you hear the small whimpering of a kobold off in the corner behind a pile of boxes. Suong raises uh, two fingers that are pressed against each other and blows on the top of them and a fire appears as he uses produced flame. Okay. True love? Hello? Is someone is someone out there? Hello? It, it's it's me, Sulong. Keep your voice down, they'll come back. Who's gonna come back? The monsters. He'll walk over to True Love and take a knee next to them. True Love is behind a pile of boxes, not too far from where you were. He will offer an arm to her to, like, just carry her comfortingly. Uh, she is plastered between these boxes, hiding, curled up as small as she can be, her little head poking up to see you. You should really be quiet. They're going to come back. Did they hurt you? Well, they, they tried to, but they're just, they got really, really big teeth. And I've never seen a dragon like them. It's very, very, very big. And it had smoke and it had fire coming off of it. And it was, it was very, very stinky. And I did not like it. Slow head nods. Dragon. Uh-huh. Is there a lid on any of these crates? Uh, some of them are open, some of them are closed. As you look around, what is Sulong scared of in his nightmares? Losing control of his rage. Okay. As you start looking around at these boxes, you feel your anger welling up from deep, deep down. That place where you push it to when you don't want to have it accessible anymore. It takes a lot of control and you don't let it out often. But slowly it begins to rise and with it you begin to feel warm and that feeling spreads from your chest down your arms and your legs to the top of your head. And in what feels like a gut-wrenching moment, there is suddenly another one of you pulled from your body, standing facing you with eyes red and blazing, an anger that is unmatched upon its face. 
Sulong reaches over for a box lid, takes it off, and puts it over uh, True Love's hiding spot, and he'll pat it twice. Oh no. And with that, let's switch back to the other side of this uh, scene. Biscorth, you are examining Sulong, who is frozen. Just on a hunch, I'm going to look in his eyes. Are his eyes moving? Do his pupils dilate when I wave over them? No, he's frozen. He looks normal. I don't think snake eyes can dilate. Oh, they can. I've owned snakes. They okay. do. They go like... <laughs> <laughs> that aside, I am going to look around to see what might cause this. Maybe it was some kind of rune put in one of these boxes. Maybe it was a really, really tiny basilisk. I'm not sure. You can definitely do that. Roll investigation for me. Retro. I don't like that smile, Sarah. That's a moray eel smile right there. And that's a seven. A seven. You see no runes. You see the little felt hand sticking out of the box that Sulong was reaching for, still looking towards it. You see a few other crates that are open in the area, uh, some with food in them, just dry goods or fruit. Uh, others are nailed shut tight. Strange. The only thing being this hand. I... Hmm. I'm... Before I approach this thing, I'm going to cast Sanctuary. Okay. You know, I just, you know, grab my amulet, make a little prayer, and then reach out to touch this felt hand. Okay. You go to reach out. It's a soft purple felt. It doesn't have five fingers. It it has, like, Muppet hands, where they have, like, three, two fingers and a thumb. Um, oddly proportioned. Soft to the touch. If I yank on it, is there a whole little critter? Or is it just an arm? As you go to pull it out, you see a tiny doll attached to this arm. It wears a simple tunic fastened with a robe looking a bit homespun. There are soft felt shoes on its feet. Its purple face is circular with two little felt ears off to the side and a shock of purplish reddish fur on top of its head. And its mouth flaps open. And two little felt teeth are stuck in the top of its mouth. Well, oh, you've got fangs just like mine. Uh, hello, little friend. Do you know anything about what happened to my friends here? I'm questioning this doll. It's the only thing I know. It does not respond. Does it have like a a, a puppet OC that I could like put my <laughs> my hand into? You uh, roll an investigation check on this. <laughs> you all see. You could have just said whole. <laughs> You all see Fiskorth pick up this uh, soft felt doll. That's a 17. It does not have a place to put your little little claw for a puppet. Um, remind me again what Sanctuary does. Oh boy. 
So what Sanctuary does is that I ward a creature within range, in this case myself, against attack until the spell ends. Any creature who targets the warded creature with an attack or spell must first make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, it has to choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. Okay. But it doesn't protect me from area effects such as the explosion of a fireball. Does it protect you from... Um... Okay, so it protects you from spell attacks as well. Yeah, just not area of effect things. Okay. Uh, what's and if the I wisdom? attack, it ends. What's the wisdom save? The wisdom save is... Let me see. 13. Does not make the wisdom save. Uh, someone roll me a... Roll me 1d3 on the VTT, if you don't mind. Uh, Arat is 1. Yuiza is 2. Nismat is 3. Uh-oh. 3. Nismat. Oh, no. Uh, okay. You feel something push against your sanctuary. All of a sudden, Nismat doubles over in pain, holding her head between her two large hands on the other side of the room, and takes seven points of psychic damage. And you watch as she doubles over, and you look back to this thing in your hand. And you watch as the two little felt eyes open wide, and a third one in the center of its head opens and stares back at you. Let's go check on Sulong, shall we? Sulong, you are face to face with a manifestation of your rage. It is stalking towards you from just a few feet away. What do you do? Parental instinct is to protect true love. So he does the Henry Cavill reload the sleeves and starts stalking towards his own self-image ready to square up. Okay. Are you going to swing at it? Yeah. Recklessly. <laughs> okay, go ahead and recklessly. Oh, how do you want to do unarmed damage on a crit? Is that just double strength? Mm -hmm. Six points of bludgeoning damage. Six points. OK. You roll and you connect and you feel a connection of what seems to be just a slightly corporeal form. Um, what is your strength modifier? Three. Three. Oh, I do have your sheet available. Yes. Um, as you go to connect, it takes the hit. And then it reckless attacks back. <laughs> Does a 21 hit you? Uh, no, too high. Okay. Unarmed strikes are just your strength it, modifier, right? Just your strength modifier, okay. unless you have like Tavern Brawler or a Monk. Do you have any of that? Nope. Cool. Um, you will also take six points of damage. Uh, ow. As it appears to have exerted less energy than you did and gotten the same result. Oh no. <laughs> and as it connects with you, roll a perception check. Uh, plus three, 19. 19. 
as it connects its fist with you, you swear that it grows just slightly larger. What do you do next? I'm not a smart man. There is a panic in Sulong now, seeing they grow a little bit bigger. Um, he's going to take another swing. Okay. Go ahead and make and another I, swing. This might just turn into a slobber knocker, as it were. Uh, that is a 20 to hit, which hits my AC for, another, for three points of damage. Three points of damage, okay. Does a 16 hit you? It does not. <laughs> you watch as this creature comes to hit you again, but it misses you and it smashes into the boxes next to you, sending splinters flying. You hear true love going, we should probably won popping their head out of the box behind you and reaching to pull at your shirt to turn tail and run. You should go and try and find the others. Who? The others? It's just us. I haven't seen anyone in a really, really long time. And with that, as she comes out and begins talking to you, you hear the roar of something in the distance. Oh. And the wind around you begins to pick up. Huh. Sulong looks at his rage doppelganger, looks at the wind, or hears the wind getting picked up, and thinks to himself, you know what? I will unpack this baggage later. I'm going to use a disengage action okay. to run away from run away from myself. <laughs> Go ahead and run Sarah, from yourself. What, what happened to escapism? You told me what you were scared of. This is all you, baby. And my interactive object is to scoop true love up onto my shoulder and start running to the opposite edge of the room. All right. As you do, true love says, um, hey, Su, Su Wong. Yeah. Why is there a giant wizard person chasing after us that's big and red? What? And as you turn around, your rage has turned into something else that you are terrified of. An affliction that is common enough to your people <laughs> to be something that you yourself have to worry about. <laughs> and on that note, let's switch back to the others. This creature has now opened its eyes to look at all of you, and it has attacked Nismat. I will need uh, you all to go ahead and roll me some initiative. Sulong, go ahead and roll me your initiative as well. Yeah, chef. I hate this episode of Sesame Street. <laughs> uh, uh, it's a nine, and I have no idea what's going on around me. <laughs> 22. 18. 14. Uh, what was Uesis? 18. And Sulong? Uh, 14. Okay, and Nismat rolled a 
Dirty 20. Okay, so our order is Fiskworth, Nismet, Yuiza, Sulong, uh, the doll creature, and Arat. So, Fiskworth, you are up first. You have this thing in your little little thumbs. What do you do? Uh, so as I'm holding, you know, this terrible version up, I was going to say Count Chocula. That is not his name. Count, Count. Second account. account. <laughs> right. Thank you. I, I'm not caught up on my Sesame Street lore. As I'm holding it, I'm just going to use Inflict Wounds and End Sanctuary on it. Okay. How am I holding it? And I roll an eight. <laughs> that does not hit. I hate you. It's you go to, you go to try and hit it, and it's a little floppy. It's a little rag dolly, just hanging there in your other hand. Uh, anything else you'd like to do? Can I throw it since I'm holding it? I guess that would count as an interact. Doc? Interact? Yeah, that yeah that counts as an action. If so, then yeah. you know my turn's over. Yeah. I tried. I failed. <laughs> All right. Up next. We have Nismat, and Nismat is going to move across the room and come closer, uh, going to try and just figure out what the heck is going on, because she doesn't fully understand. And looking at that thing in your hands. Oh, Nismat. Oh, sweet, sweet Nismat. She fails her wisdom save. And you watch as Nismet is running towards you to see what's going on and what did you just try and did you just attack a doll? And as she gets within about 10 feet of you, breezes, just like Sulong and True Love have. Sulong, you are running, carrying the small pink kobold on your shoulder, just having looked over your shoulder and seen another fear of yours. And suddenly you see Nismat running adjacent to you. Oh, there you are. What's going? What is that? Why? That sounded like my mom. What's roaring? Take this. <laughs> oh, hi, true love. Hello, Nismat. He will skid to a stop and let Nismat and true love keep running as he just turns on his heels to try and hold back this thing that's coming at them. You turn back and that thing which you fear is now the size of a house charging towards you. Uh -oh. Do you want to stop and take another hit? Sulong is afraid of what's in front of him, but he's more afraid of his friends getting hurt. Okay. So yes, he will take the hit. Okay. It's going to try and hit you. Does a 13 hit you? Nope. Okay. Just puts up a block in front of him. Claws lash out at you. And boxes entirely go flying as this creature makes its attack. Uh, up next, Yuiza. Um, Yuiza will make her way over to this course. Mm -hmm. uh, and be like, what are we doing? What's going on? As you get up close to Fiskworth, holding this little rag doll, go ahead and roll me your wisdom saving throw again. 
Please don't leave me alone. I'm so scared. Uh, 15. All right. That saves as you come into its area. Uh, you see Fiskorth holding this three-eyed doll in her hands. Uh, are we beating up this doll? Can I make a... Oh, I'm not good. Well, I'm okay at Arcana. Can I make, like, an Arcana check? Go for it. Uh, that's a 13. A 13? Might be something magical. You've never encountered anything like this. I think that's her full action, right? To... To make an arcana check? No. Okay. If you want to take an action, um, you can. I count a check as a free action. Okay. Um, just going to look to Fiskorth and say, are we beating up this thing? What are we doing? <laughs> it's evil. I tell you, it's evil. Uh, I'm going to hit it with a with a dagger, <laughs> dagger I guess. Yeah. <laughs> No, the nine. Yeah, you definitely do not stab the doll with a nine. Anything else you want to do? Um, no, I I don't know. I'm still gonna stick with fists. Okay. She seems worried. Okay. Up next. Oh, I hate the little picture of this thing. <laughs> Up next. I love it, but I hate it. <laughs> Up next, too long. You are running. Your nightmare creature just landed a hit on you. Well, near you. Is Nismat and True Love out of, like, immediate danger? As you turn to look at them, they are not that far away. It is almost as if all of their running is getting them nowhere as often does in a nightmare. Can I summon my rage? Go for it. I rage. Okay. Not in anger because <laughs> to protect my friends, anime mm -hmm. protagonist says. Uh, that's a 25. 25. When you're confronting your rage with this new determination, you get the sense that although you fear this thing which is bearing down on you, there are far more greater things in the world and you use that as your momentum and you make contact with this creature. What does it look like as this creature shrinks down slightly as you make this hit? Uh, so it's essentially Sulong runs up to it, jumps up and just haymakers it across the face. It begins to shrink and Sulong is chanting to himself, I am not my rage, my rage does not control me. Over and over again. Alright. Got any damage on that? Oh, uh... Well, it was an athletics check to flip it, so... Give me a, um... Just from my D6, because it's going to make contact with something. 
Six. Six? Okay. All right. You make contact with this, and as it crashes down next to you, the weight of it, the floor splinters, and you watch as it becomes a little, little bit more small. Not quite in the same way as it grew quickly, but it is shrinking. There's progress. Up next, Moppet is going to look at you, Yuiza. Uh, I like that. Does a 17 hit you? Yeah. Okay, then you are going to be taking... Ooh, it rolled double ones. So you are only going to be taking four psychic damage as it lashes out with its psychic burst at you. Mm. That will be... Don't like that. That will be its turn. Up next, Arat. Art is standing back from everybody else and just been hearing all this happen, talking about fighting a puppet, swinging at a puppet, people in pain. I I still have uh, the Wild Oracle card effect active that gives me a sense on like a hot to cold scale of things, intentions towards us. I'm assuming this thing is operating at like a pretty warm to hot level. Oh, it has every intention of sticking you all in a nightmare and kicking your butts. So I just kind of go. No, and I'm, I'm going to activate Mage Hand. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to grab this thing by the head and lift it up to about, about head height with us and just dangle it there as I walk over to it. And just go, no, 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 no. Okay. Um, roll. We'll have to do a grapple check then with the Mage Hand. Stairs using grapple rules. Yay! Uh, that is an 18. Okay. And I have to, con- it's contested with athletics, right? I think so. Athletics or acrobatics, the grap- grapple ease choice. Okay. Uh, what was, What did you roll? 18. Yeah, you got it. Uh, so you have grappled it. Yeah, so just, and, and, and this thing, can, the, the mage hand can move 30 feet in my turn. So I'm literally just up and I'm just, I'm just like up and up and down, up and down, just like, just sort of bouncing mm-hmm. this thing in the air as I, as I walk up and go, what on earth is going on? All as right. I say to you, to you, and Fiskorth. I don't what, know. What, 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 the what doll is keeps like, I don't know, freezing people or like people around that freeze. And it made my brain hurt. It sees into your worst dreams. It's got three eyes. Up next, Fiskorth. All right, so this little critter is floating in the air, being Mm -hmm. held up by Arat's mage hand. I hate how this thing looks. It makes (laughs) me very upset. You know what? I'm just... They say you can't get blood from a stone, but I'm going to see if you can get blood from a Muppet. I'm going to bite attack this thing. So I rip its little head off. Okay, go ahead and make a bite attack. Will do. Bite. Does the 13 hit? A 13 does hit. Yes. Now to bite. Okay. That's six damage. And just imagine Fist with this doll in her mouth like a rabid dog. Oh, absolutely. I'm not letting go of it with Mage Ann just to let you know that (laughs) with all the shaking. You bite into this creature. You said you did. It was six points. 
Yes. Okay. All right, it will only take three points of that. And as you oh. bite in, you taste fabric. There is no blood that comes from this creature. Oh, it's sucking my teeth. Anything else? That'll be my turn. All right. Uh, up next, we have Nismat, who is in the dream state with you. And as she's running, she suddenly stops and looks around. And since you're paying attention to where her location is, I'm going to say that you see this too, Sulong. You watch as from her lush grass springs out across the floor. There are trees that you have never seen before growing up around you. Mushrooms the size of a house. You see creatures brightly colored floating through the air. And suddenly, all of it begins to decay as her nightmare joins with yours. And she is going to turn on her heels and scream to you. What do we do? There's something... How do we get in the Feywild? Why is it like this? Your guess is as good as mine. And she will turn and she will attempt to attack what you are fighting. With true love. With true love. Uh, She will set true love down. Uh, We'll call that a free action to set down true love. Uh, Let's see. That is a 15... Uh, let's see. So that is a dirty 20 and the creature you are fighting takes 1d12. Plus 3. So that'll be that's a 14. Uh, and you watch as her great axe comes smashing down on it and the rage monster that you were fighting disappears into cinders. Huh. Up next. Yuisa. I'm I'm going to punch uh, the puppet. Okay. I have plus zero to my unarmed strike. Don't you have a dagger? Yeah, but I tried and failed. Twelve. That does not hit. Useful, I promise. She's gonna swing and because it's still being held up by the hand and just kind of fall through with it. Mm-hmm. Anything else you'd like to try? Uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll do a an offhand attack. Okay. Uh, should just be a d twenty. A natural twenty. A natural 20. Okay, go ahead and give me the crit damage on that offhand attack. Uh, four, 13. 13? You... This works out perfectly narratively, because Sulong was about to come back anyways. You slice through this. Fiskorth has it by the head in her mouth. You lash out after, and you miss. You swipe again with your other blade, and you make contact, and you cleave the head off this creature as the head remains in Fiskor's mouth. And all of a sudden around you, 
those who are frozen lurch forward as Sulong, Nismat, and True Love are all released. True Love still up on Sulong's shoulder. Probably like because of the, I guess the momentum in Sulong's dream state. He his body was returning back to moving forward, <laughs> so he crashes into the boxes, just holding uh, True Love to his chest, like. Uh, uh, Where'd the Ingui you go? I think Nismet got him. Oh, that's okay. Oh, hi, Louisa. Oh, hi, Tuas. What? Oh, sorry. I, I killed that terrible creature for the help of good companions here. You returned to us. You were frozen. Terrible fate. What happened to you, dear? Um, I was frozen. I was wanting. I was wanting a lot. I did. Does that not count as my cardio? So you guys are all frozen. Do you miss Matsulon? It's not his dream cardio counts, but we've ended the beast that put you in a dream. Oh. It was a puppet. Will we? Little doll. Just oh. the head is dangling from yeah. the ma- the mage hand in the air. Uh, yes. Oh. That's not that's not fun at all. I was holding that earlier. I thought it was cute. It did not feel the same, apparently. Oh. Well, that's weird. What were you guys doing? Were you all okay? No, not really. It was a big wagon, and it was made of smoke and fire, and it was really, really stinky. And then I hid, but I could hear it floating around and flying everywhere and roaring. And then Suwong came, and he stuck me in a box and put the lid on. And then there was another Suwong that turned into a giant wizard person. Like, really, really big. A giant wizard? Like, really, really big. You didn't know wizards could get built, as they might say. No, no, no. Lizard. Yeah, that one. Oh, oh, giant lizard person. Okay. That sounds terrifying. You are very brave to go through all that. Yeah. And so long, you're nothing short of a hero. You too, Nismat. Nismat, you, you have done this many times before. Is this part of the experience? It doesn't sound fun. Nismat is looking around very uncomfortable uh, and turns to you and, no, this is, um... That that should not nothing like that should have happened in one of these. That's that's not good. Should we take this little doll thing out and give it to the people at the fair? I suppose so. Evidence. I'll just float the mage hand over to me, and I'm not gonna pock. I'm not gonna touch it. It's just gonna hang here. Okay. She's gonna put the body on top of the head on the hand. You can definitely do that. No part left behind, no nightmare left behind. So, um, I guess we should leave. I don't know how to get out. I tried to, there was like a big window and I tried to break it, but it my other dagger turned to rubber. Well, let's check it now. Perhaps the creature was using some foul hex upon it. Is your dagger still rubber? Is my dagger still rubber? You look down and your dagger is still rubber. Yeah. Have I hope tried, it comes back though, so I knew. Have you tried knocking on the exit? It's just a big window. There's no exit. 
Well, then maybe that's not how we're supposed to go out. Maybe, maybe the exit is in one of these boxes. Maybe. maybe the exit is the friends we made along the way. No, that can't be it. No. Well, we have all of us now. But let's let's give it one more try. Just one <clears throat> more. Let's uh, let's look in the boxes. Maybe one of them. Everyone, roll me investigation. Sulong's gonna get up off the floor and set uh, true love down. Fifteen. Fifteen. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Eleven. Okay. Seven. I love intelligence based <laughs> rolls. Uh, for those who rolled under a 15, you all begin searching around the room um, and you find just common, ordinary items that would be stored in this place. Um, Fruits, some of them real, some of them made of wax. Some of them have googly eyes stuck on them. You're not quite sure why. Uh, Arat. With your roll above a 15. Mm-hmm. You begin walking around the room, feeling the different depictions in the stained glass windows. Looking for a way out. And yes, there is the one at the end that says exit, just like Yuiza said. As you go around and you make out the images, you realize that the heads are all pointed towards the same thing. The eyes within them seem to be specifically focusing the gaze of the image on one spot. Everybody? Uh, and I'm going to just, with my fingers on a pair of the eyes, I'm going to point my other hand in whatever direction that is and go, what's over there? Turn our heads collectively. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You all look in the direction that Arat is pointing, and you see the stained glass window depicting a circus tent. It's a, it's a, another window, but it has like a circus tent on it. I believe we were supposed to exit into the tent, go back to uh, where we came from. You oh. know, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. Shall we? Oh. Let's go. Absolutely. This is, got very weird at the end. Very weird. Lots of candy after this. I'll walk away from the stained glass window and over to the group so we can go through the circus tent. You know, this reminds me of a puzzle. You're locked in a room with only a table and a mirror. How do you get out? Uh, You saw the table in half. No, you have to look in the mirror first to see what you saw. Then you take ah. the side of the mirror, you cut the table in half, two halves make a hole, you jump in the hole, and you're Escape out. Escape the step. And to get away from the place, you scream until you're a little horse and then gallop away. Sulong, I will... You... I would like to go home now. I need to think about that. You spent too much time in the dream world. I don't... What? I touched the, the the circus tent mirror window. You go to touch it. And you feel around for where the flap of the circus tent is depicted. And your hand goes right through. I just turn back to the group and just kind of drift through it with the little puppet floating behind me. <laughs> no, I'll follow. 
you go through and your feet make contact with solid ground. Outside the dollhouse, unscathed. Your puppet in tow. As I wait for the group, I'm just going to look around and just go and point at the dollhouse and go, who's in charge of this thing? Oh, oh, you made it out. You made it out. Oh, thank goodness. I was getting you were in there for a while. I was getting worried. Hello? Oh, you made it out. Okay. <sighs> Why was it? We all made it out. It's it was a bit weird at the end. I think I fought a manifestation of my inner demons. Oh, are it's soup thrown in my face. Hot soup. Which honestly, I think is worse. No, than you kind of drank that one, actually. If they threw it, then afterwards. Oh, but the the last part was the weird part. This weird doll like throws people into like nightmares. Oh, um. Well, that's that's definitely not good. Um. As I was wondering, who is in charge of this this particular attraction? Um, uh, oh gosh, let me see, uh, let me see if she remembers who was there. Oh, Ivy, bless your heart. Um, she furrows her brow and I, I don't remember. I know there was someone here earlier, but I don't remember, uh, who it was. There's so many new faces here. Uh, we could maybe ask the, um, event organizer or, um, someone else in uh, power of authority. That would do. Um, that would do, yes. Okay. In the meantime, you should put some sort of warning on this. That, that was not safe for children. That was no fun house. That was a fear farm. Maybe cover it with a blanket. Oh. She didn't have a good time. I think it's good that you didn't go in, Ivy. I think I think it's good that you stayed out. Okay. Well, um... Oh, here. Uh, I won this for you while you were in there because I was nervous and then I got hungry. And then there was games, so I got food, and then I played a game, and then I I got more food because I was still nervous and still hungry. Um, I recommend the funnel cake, by the way, but uh, here. Uh, And she hands you a small box that is purple on the sides and gold on the top. And she explains to you that it can play any song at the request of the holder. As a bonus action, you can command the box to play a song for which it has the music, causing the contraption to emit a tiny, uh, a slightly tinny, sorry, causing the contraption to emit a slightly tinny rendition of a musical number. And I will pull the bard in a box into your items. Gonna give Ivy a hug and a little kiss on the cheek. Oh, (laughs) thanks. Um, So, um... Where to now? Um, event organizer? I suppose that, yes. Okay. Ivy, uh, what time is it? She gives you the time and two hours have passed since you Turns went into the to house. Nismat and grabs her hand. We gotta go. Go where? Don't you have papers to do? After the festival. Oh, I thought you had to immediately. Right. No. The festival still has... I'm sorry, Ivy, what time did you say it was? Uh, oh, uh, the festival still has, um, like, uh, two-ish hours left? 
Oh, good. Great. Lovely. Did you want to leave? Uh, uh, no, I thought you just had somewhere to be, and I was trying to keep things, like, in a time frame. Oh. Thank you? Yeah, no problem. Oh, when we have the dinner with the, the uh, toothy elf. Oh, we can't leave our friend guy. alone. Oh, that's the real nightmare here. We should have to. We should support her still. So, yes, we will uh, go to the event organizer with uh, this. I'll point at the floating doll head and then we'll perhaps reconvene. As you say that, uh, you see taking the stage as you turn to where you last saw Theo last. And walking up onto the stage is Iggy. Greeting the crowd after yet another act has left the stage. Welcoming up the next act to come up. The final act of the night is Rupert, the bartender from the Pink Dragon. But you are free to go and find Theo. Go ahead. Somebody else will have to leave. Lead. Uh, someone go ahead and roll me investigation. 21. Oddly enough, Theo stands out a little bit wearing crisp white and a lovely pale pink. Uh, you see Theo near the tent area, uh, walking behind the stage. Over here, guys. Just gonna make her way over to Theo and just be like, excuse me. Um, hi, can I, can I help you? Uh, I hope you're enjoying I the, uh, <laughs> the festivities. Um, we are. I, there might be something that wrong that happened in your little doll fun house. Oh, okay. Um, what? What was wrong? Was it the was it the singing cutlery? Did they get the words wrong? Well, they weren't singing. It was more of a food war. But they weren't singing. Uh, no, they were fighting. But at, okay. at the last room, there was a, a weird doll that trapped people in nightmares. That I'll just float it in front of him while yeah. she's talking. That wasn't pretty fun, actually. Oh. Um, we had to, like, rip it up and... There, there wasn't a marionette show in the final room? No. No. Oh. Um, well, thank you uh, so much for informing me. Uh, I... Deeply apologize for any inconvenience that this caused you. Um, I will gladly take that off your hands and investigate what went wrong. Yeah. Thank you for bringing it to my attention. Yeah, it seemed pretty dangerous. So I hope it wasn't anyone like trying to be mean or evil. I don't know. I, you know, maybe it's just a prank. I will go find Christina and have her investigate what happened with her with her house. GM, since now we're back in regular time, right as the uh, the wild oracle card from you is ending, can I get like the that heat temperature range on Theo? Yeah. Like, if, is he like being like super sincere of like, oh, that's so weird. I'll let me let me take that and figure it out, or is he like nervous, like taking it? Uh, Theo is uh, femme presenting they them. Okay. Um, and they're confused at most. Um, but no ill will towards any of you. Okay, so yeah, hearing that, I just let them take the the dolls go. Yeah, Sorry, she they. 
I will show you Theo's character artwork. Um, th thank you. I will. I'll, I'll go looking for Christina. I'm probably just some kids or something threw something in there and just got things all out of sorts. Um, you haven't happened to see a, a person uh, walking around in a jester suit with a, a mask and um, and a puppet. I, the the um the maze. Hmm. They're not they supposed were in to be the entryway. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um. Thank you again so much. I will. I will happily look into this. I appreciate it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And uh, she will take the uh, creature in two halves from you and head off towards the maze looking for Christina, who was apparently supposed to be in charge of the funhouse. I'll dispel mage hand at that point, which doesn't really do anything because it's invisible, but <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> Someone's in trouble. Oh, dear. They should be. That was petrifying. Well, at least... At least we've maybe prevented anybody else from having to deal with that for the remainder of the, fest the festivities. Hopefully. But, but imagine, like, anybody else, like, if it was someone alone, like, two of, they would have gotten stuck there with them. And just be a bunch of people stuck enough. Let alone house. a child. Two of's not a child. No. A, 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 a poss what, if it, what if it was a child by themselves? Uh yeah, that would have been like extra horrible because children are like small. Exactly. Really, if this is the sort of affair the mayor means to put on, then I hardly I, like him. I don't think it was on purpose. I think something happened. I, I do believe, Theo, I, that this was very confusing and not planned. Yeah. Well, we should at least go to enjoy the rest of the festival. I would like to hear Rupert and his act. Yes, absolutely. As you see that, Rupert does begin his act after announcing that there's just one hour left for the naming of the bathhouse. And if he begins you guys to have set. an N30, you should vote for me. <laughs> uh, what, what was your what was your contribution? Um, I will say I kind of took the name from a bathhouse back home because I am not a creative person. <laughs> it's called Willow Waters because I thought it was pretty. Fantastic. What about you, Arat? What about me? Did you choose to name the bathhouse as well? You know, I, I had a thought at one point about it, but it's We've gone through so much today, it's completely slipped my mind. <laughs> you see, I chose to draw in what is most homely to me. A cavern. The caverns. So long, you had to have come up with a name. You're so good at wordplay. What was your contribution? Uh, this entire time, so long has been kind of unnaturally quiet. And he just shakes out of it, turns his head to fist. Uh, sorry, what? We were just talking about the bathhouse. Just play. Are you are you feeling ill? Uh, you just a little distracted. That's all. Well, you'll be able to sit down and eat soon. Yay! Would you like Would you like my cloak like a like a shock blanket? Are you going to rub it on a carpet? Yes. No. No, thank you. <laughs> It'll shock you out of your... 
I don't know what to call it. Your sad emotion. Honestly, it feels like it's been about three weeks since I put that name in. So, <laughs> yeah. Do you want to hear? Uh, do you all want to hear the names that y'all uh, sent me? If you say it, I will snap my finger. And go. That's uh, I believe. The bitch. I believe yours was Will Willow Waters, and Zach's was uh, Steam Dreams. That's right. I did submit one. Er, no, mine no. was Willow Waters. Oh no, yours is yeah. Willow Waters. Uh, Stone Circle Spa was uh, Stone Circle yours. Spa. Yeah. So you have the cavern, Willow Waters, Steam Dreams, and Stone Circle Spa. Mm -hmm. All very thematic for all of us. <laughs> yeah. All right. And with that, what do you do next? We <laughs> listen to Rupert's act. Okay. What is his act? Is he singing or is it like stand up? No, it's uh, it's more uh, it's more stand up in line with the comedy festival. All right, this is a comedy festival. <laughs> uh, with uh, Rupert's act, um, he's coming up after it appears. Uh, several local farmers did get up to tell local folk tales and jokes, um, and the applause as Rupert begins to start his set is thunderous he's always rather quiet in the pink dragon he takes your orders and then he delivers whatever you want and goes back about his job you've never seen him in your time here take the stage or mentioned anyone or and no one's mentioned uh that he ever does this but his set is all good-natured observational jokes about the village and the people who live in it and you can tell that there's a lot of love for the people here that he holds in his heart. There are even some cute little jokes about you all and your evenings in the tavern. Hmm. And as he completes his routine, once again, there is thunderous applause from everyone listening. And that completes- you Join in. That completes the comedy portion of the comedy festival. Now, Players, we are at near time, so we can do one of two things to wrap up the festival. If you would like, you can do some roll-offs if anyone wants to try and get a bonus vote for the name that they put in and just tell me who the NPC is that you're trying to persuade to help you win the naming contest. Or we can just leave it up to what the patrons voted for. I will let you all decide. Patrons, My vote is for the patrons. Patrons, patrons, patrons. patrons. Okay. Y'all paid right. money. You gotta. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, and our lovely patrons chose the Stone Circle Spa. Hey. Yay. Getting a total of six votes. So you will win the uh, $500 credit and bragging rights uh, for uh, naming the Stone Circle Spa. And that credit can be spent at the blacksmith shop at your next Ooh. earliest convenience. Oh, that's why. Okay. I can get the double jump boots. <laughs> <laughs> Could get the double jump boots and that tonight will conclude our game everybody when we pick up we will be leaving the festival and traveling to dinner with the mayor and arabelle 
as his honored guests. But now, we're gonna go ahead and say our goodbyes. Thank you everyone for joining us for tonight's episode of Luck and Chaos. Don't forget to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. It really helps our show grow. Our at was played by Zachary Vado. Yuiza was played by Alyssa Vamp. Fiskorth was played by Abby. Sulong was played by RJ. And your GM and producer today was Sarah Roberts. The Luck and Chaos theme, A Twist of Fate, was composed by SneakerNet. Download it now on Bandcamp. Link in the show notes below. Check out our show notes for cast info and links to the third-party content featured in this game. If you'd like to join us for our Patreon-only after show, visit us on patreon.com forward slash thehypegoblin. This show and others like it are made possible by the generous support from our patrons.